mean, just imagine the levels of happiness and fulfillment you can reach by switching it up. Like, for real. Like, just imagine the level of happiness and fulfillment you can reach. You know what I'm saying? This is some awesome. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Shine Like This Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Gomez, and I'm so excited to finally be launching this podcast where I can share what I believe is valuable information. I might even do some episodes in Spanish. I got a lot of my tias asking me if it's going to be in Spanish, but right now I'm feeling very no sabo. And uh, for those of you that don't know what no sabo is, it's something in the Mexican culture that we usually refer to uh, the children from you know Mexican parents that struggle to speak Spanish properly. So um, I'm pretty comfortable with my Spanish for the most part, but uh, you know not everyone thinks the same as me. So you know we'll see, we'll see. But uh, today, what I want to talk to you about is living on a high frequency. But before I get into that, I'd like to share a story because I feel like it's. Uh, a big part of me now. It's molded me into who I am today. Uh, so yeah, before I get into everything that this podcast is truly about, I do want to share that story. So back in 1994, my mother and I immigrated to the U.S. Shout out to my mom. I love you. All she wanted was a better life for her child, uh, just like any other mother. So I'm really appreciative of of her. Um making uh making that choice uh i love her to death so i hope if you're listening mom thank you for everything you've done for me and um anyways i've been living here for well i'm not here anymore and you'll find out in just a second i've been undocumented for 27 years uh don't have any papers and finally earlier this year in i believe i got the letter in may I finally got my pardon waiver approved, and that was a huge deal. It was um, very, very, very exciting to get that in the mail and see that you were finally pardoned. Um, and part of that process was to go to Juarez, Mexico, after I got my letter on a scheduled date, where it would ultimately decide if I was coming back into the U.S. or staying in Mexico. Then comes June 1st, and my wife and I, we uh, made a trip down to El Paso, Texas, where we would meet with a family friend named uh, Evelyn. Evelyn would let us stay in her, in her beautiful home, and she would let us stay there the night. And the next day, she was actually going to introduce us to Ricardo and Christina, which were really good friends of hers. Um, really, really cool people. Everyone was so sweet. The hospitality was just out of this world. And I'm very appreciative for everything they did for us. Uh, Ricardo and Christina were familiar with the Juarez area and they were kind enough to drive us around to, you know, point A, point B, gathering different documents that I was going to need for my appointment and um, then they would end up dropping us off at our hotel where my wife and I were going to be staying. And um, we got there a bit early. I believe it was we got there on June 1st and then my appointment wasn't until 
June 9th. And the reason for that was to just give us enough time to gather all of the documents that we were going to need. And so, yeah, you know, we hung out in the hotel for a few days. We would uh, walk across the street to visit the mall, grab some grub and, uh, you know, visit different stores here and there until my actual appointment. So then comes the big day. It's June 9th. I wake up super early. I ironed all of my clothes. I was looking good. I felt good. I felt really confident. That morning, my wife was a lot more anxious than I was. I wasn't really feeling, you know, any sort of pressure yet. Uh, yet. But um, anyways, then we headed down to the appointment. And she was going to have to stay outside uh, waiting with hundreds of others waiting on their loved ones because they, they can't go inside. Only the person that has the appointment can go inside. So uh, I say bye to her. I go inside. I go through security check. Uh, then from there, they sit you down in a waiting area where you wait with hundreds of others that are waiting to be called up to a window. And um, I believe it was four hours later, I finally get the call up. Now, at this point, I'm definitely nervous. My palms are, are sweaty. I'm wiping, you know, my hands on my pants and um, definitely really nervous at this point. I think it's just everything got real for me. So I get called up to the window. The guy, you know, asked me for the paperwork that I had with me. And then he asked me a few questions. Uh, I believe he asked me, you know, for my full name. He asked me if I was married, what was the person's name. Uh, if I had kids, what I did for a living, and um, and so on. So I answered all the questions correctly, of course. But then he steps away, and it felt like an eternity. He comes back, and he gives me the blue paper. And I don't remember him saying anything. So I ask him, you know, what does this mean? And he looks at me, and he says that I was denied, and that I would have to try again after about a year immediately you know i'm in disbelief to be honest i was not expecting that I, I was confident the whole time you know i didn't really see why i would be denied but i was denied and it didn't take long for a bunch of emotions to just start rushing through my body the only thing i could do now is just you know walk back to my wife and um you know figure out what what we're going to do. So I walk back to my wife and uh, before I get to to the outside of the building, I'm just repeating in my head, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Maybe I was just trying to comfort myself and I was trying to feel better and look better by the time I got to her so that, you know, she didn't have to see how sad I really was, but you know, deep down inside I was broken. I finally get to her. She has her camera out. And I'm sure she was looking forward to capturing a, a beautiful moment. She had the biggest smile on her face. I, I still remember. And I just shook my head. I, I didn't say anything initially. I just shook my head. And I know she thought I was joking. I'm always joking around. So she didn't believe me. And finally, she realizes that I'm not, I'm not playing. She breaks down into tears. And uh, I just tell her that everything was going to be okay had no idea how, had no idea what was going to happen uh, from here, but I just knew that I wasn't going back to the States and everything was about to change for us. So 
now I've been living here in Mexico for six months. Uh, my wife stayed down in the United States with the kids. She's doing the job that, you know, two parents would normally do. So shout out to my wife. I spent my first month in Mexico, you know, very, very sad. And I knew I just had to snap out of it. The only thing that kept me distracted was just, you know, hitting the gym and just, you know, letting it all out at the gym. Yeah, it, you know, it's it was hard that first month, but it didn't take me long to just, just realize that, you know, life happens. And before, before this experience, I didn't always look at life the way that I do now. I, I had a different perspective. And um, yeah, life happens. I started to realize that even though that was something, the decision was something out of my control, you know, I'm still, I'm still left with things that I can control, decisions I can make. How am I going to, you know, let this affect me or not affect me? And yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those learning experiences when, you know, you go through pain and, and you learn. So hopefully with the information that I talk about on this uh, podcast, you guys don't have to go through pain. Or if you already are, I hope that you can relate in a way. I hope you can take something from it. I hope it can be beneficial to you. But yeah, I've, I stay to myself. It's been one of those isolation to reach elevation type of things. I have changed a lot of my habits. though. I read a lot now. I journal a lot. I exercise a lot more than I did before. And I've been learning a lot. I, I think that the worst thing that's happened to me in my life has been one of the best things in a weird way. Uh, I've learned so much about myself. I've learned more about myself these past six months than I ever have. And I can honestly say that I am becoming a better version of myself, very happy, very grateful. I hope that I can bring value to your life I hope that the information that I talk about can help someone, everyone who tuned in. I appreciate everyone for listening to my story. I hope that one day I can listen to yours. And without further ado, let's get right into it. I wanted to talk about high frequency living and what that looks like, what that is. How many of you are living life without being influenced without letting society dictate what you do on your day-to-day -day basis, on your weekends, in your jobs? Are you keeping it real with yourself, your true self, how, how you were intended to be before all these external influences, trusting your intuition? If you're living your life that way by a set of values, this is high-frequency living. This is when you're keeping it real with yourself. You're not letting yourself be influenced by everything in this world. And on the flip side, you have low frequency living. This is when society is telling you how to live your life from all angles. This could be friends, peer pressuring you, family members telling you what to do, or what you should be doing with your life, uh, social media painting this perfect picture, and you feel like you got to catch up now, the news telling you who you should be mad at, that YOLO mindset that now I got to do this because 
one day I'm going to get old and I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do these things anymore. And, um, and yeah, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm all about YOLO mindset. I, I just have a different perspective on it than I did before. You know, before it was like almost like in a rush to do all these quote unquote fun things. And um, now I'm just like, you know what? Like I really only have, you know, one life and I'm, I'm looking at it from a different perspective in the way that, you know, what am I going to do with my life? Am I just going to be, you know, doing the same thing that I've been doing, you know, all these years, getting the exact same results? Or am I really going to take a deep dive and pay attention to what makes me happy? Uh, what, what do I really want to do for a living? Let me give you an example of when you're living your life in a low frequency. Let's just say you get a job offer. It presents itself. The money is right. You mention it to a few family and friends and, you know, they express how, you know, you can't pass up on this. This is, this is you got to, you got to, you got to take that. And, uh, you know, it's something you hadn't even thought of before. It just kind of fell in your lap now and, you know, you have to make a decision and it can be stressful. Just because someone puts a ladder in front of you does not mean that you have to climb that ladder. Honestly. You know, let me give you another example. Trying to decide on a career, right? Whether you're getting ready to go to college or maybe you're just stuck in a job that you don't enjoy. And you have everyone telling you what you should do. Everyone all of a sudden knows what's best for you. And it can get really confusing when it's the closest one to you. Because they care about you. You know, it's not their fault. They're not trying to ruin your life. But at the end of the day, only you know what's best for you. It's it's really not up to them. It's your life. And it's ultimately your choice. Whatever is going to make you happy. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to live your life feeling very unfulfilled, feeling unhappy. You know, years later, you're doubting yourself because you, you... you know, pretty much chose something that was influenced by, you know, your family, your friends, or society, and now you're just finding yourself in a place where you're starting to doubt your capabilities. And it's not your capabilities, it's just the, you know, current job role or situation that you're in. A few other things that you want to look out for, you got to stay away from the envy, stay away from toxic people, toxic relationships, violence, junk food, resentment, drugs, excessive drinking, alcohol that is. I mean, you get my point. I mean, we at the end of the day, we all know the difference between what's good and what's bad for us. And you just want to you just want to limit these things as much as possible. I believe that you shouldn't sacrifice what you truly want. So do me a favor if if you're wondering if you're living your life in a low frequency, Ask yourself a few questions. Do you allow others to tell you how to feel and what to do? Do you feel like only bad things happen to you? Like, everything just always happens to me. It doesn't seem to be happening to everyone else. Do you feel like you're easily triggered? You're easily offended? Someone says something, it rubs you the wrong way. It could be at work. It could be at home. Do you say yes to everything and then regret it later? Are you genuinely excited to go to work every day? I mean, just imagine the levels of happiness and fulfillment you can reach 
by switching it up. Like for real, like just imagine the level of happiness and fulfillment you can reach. If you said yes to any of these, it, the chances are that you're not living your best life. You're living in a low frequency. You're not doing what you love. You're being influenced by society. You're just, you know, time is passing. Time is precious, man. I mean, for real, like you don't have to just, you know, become a different person, you know, per se. You know, you're always going to be you, but just switch some things up. As I said before, you know, if you don't switch it up, if you keep on with the same habits, you're going to get the same results. So how do we get there? You start by trusting your intuition. We all have a gut feeling, and we've all felt that at some point, whether it feels like this feels right or it just feels like this feels wrong. You need to trust that. Pay attention to the change in your moods. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you got to leave your job all of a sudden. Like, no, nah, like, that's, that's, that's not what I mean. Like, you don't have to leave right now. Pay attention to how you're feeling. You know, make the adjustments as needed. And, like, ask yourself, you know, do, do I want to be here right now? Do I, do I want to be in this setting? Do I want to work at this job? Am I really happy? Did I only take this job because I saw that it paid well and, you know, I saw they got money. So I'm here. They got money. So I'm, I'm going to get some money. Money's important. Don't get me wrong. I'm not ever going to say that money isn't, but it's definitely not the most important thing. At least not for me. Do I really want to be at this gathering right now? You know, do I really want to be at this party, this social event, or am I just here because everyone else is doing it? So, you know, everyone else is having a great time. So, you know, that's this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, everyone looks happy. They're having a great time. Or are you just covering up how you really feel? You know, think about it. Think about what you're feeling, you know, throughout your days, throughout your weeks. Pay attention to them and make the adjustments. And one of the most underestimated ones is social media. Watch how your mood changes the moment you want to follow the negativity. The negative people, they're always posting just negative stuff. Watch how your mood changes. Remember, all of this is constantly being taken in. Our brain's always taking all this information in and pretty much you're feeding it. All of this. So if if you're following people that are negative or can't stop, you know, posting negative stuff, it changes your mood and and it's going to make a difference once you make that adjustment for sure some more positive things that you know that i could suggest at least these work for me you know everyone's different but you know high frequency vibes that that i've picked up cuz i've always haven't always done this of course you know practicing my gratitude spending some time in nature exercising consistently doing some journaling here and there Eating, eating better as well. Eating some whole foods, you know, eat, eat better. You're going to feel better. Listening to good music and you be the judge of that. You see what works for you. Um, I mean, I still listen to Gucci Mane every now and then, but you know, to, you know, I limit it. I limit it because I'm not constantly out here trying to hit a lick. You know what I mean? So, you know, just pay attention to these things. It's being taken in. Um, another thing that's helped me a lot is meditation. When I'm feeling very overwhelmed or stressed, uh, I just take the time, even if it's just five minutes in my morning, and I just meditate. Uh, I really love these guided meditations that I found on Spotify. They really, really help me, especially if you're a beginner, because it could be hard to take your brain 
to just a clear space. I know it's it's hard for me at least, and uh, but I've gotten much better. Again, these are some of the things that I've picked up that have helped me a lot. I highly recommend an experiment. You know, it might be different for you. The point is to just switch it up. Again, same habits, same results. So just switch it up. And don't overwhelm yourself. If these aren't things that, you know, you're used to, just pick one thing at a time and, you know, keep adding it to your arsenal. Keep keep bettering, you know, keep keep becoming a better version of yourself. Um, I think I said version. I meant version. Keep becoming a better version of yourself. And um, live at a higher frequency and shine just like you imagine yourself to be. We all have that thought in our brains of who we want to be or who we see ourselves being and you know there's there's no reason why you can't start that today there's no reason why you can't start making these small adjustments today and you're perfect the way you were intended to be so if you're still having trouble being yourself or finding yourself a few things that you guys could take away with you if you don't know who you are that's okay it's never too late to start searching you can start today make sure you're focusing on positive hobbies Make sure you're learning to say no. Stay open-minded. You know, don't compromise your belief while you're doing this. Let go of everything that has a negative impact on your life or let go of what doesn't have a positive impact on your life. Whichever way is easier for you to distinguish. Stop trying to please others. You don't need everyone's approval to live your life. Trust your intuition. And just do you. At the end of the day, you know what is best for you. Family, that brings us to the end of this episode. It was a pleasure being here with you guys. I hope this information was beneficial to you. I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. I also want to thank the boys from Left Field for letting me use their music. If you haven't heard of them, you got to check them out. They're on Spotify and SoundCloud. Guys, thank you for listening to Shine Like This podcast. We got many more episodes to come. And if you enjoyed our show, give us a like, review, Download this episode, save it for later. Make sure you tune in next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about gratitude as one of my favorite subjects. And until then, it's your boy Gabe. Hope you guys have a blessed day. I'm out. You real, but ain't for real, though. I'm ill, but I'm in kill mode. I'm still because I'm skillful. I could break you down, rebuild you. They all look alike and copycats. Copy that.